that sounds like that sweet bird of salesmanship. He don't bite, he just buys. He don't peck, he just checks you out. Checkout bird. A clerk, if you will. See how I bring it all full circle? Because I made clerks. <laughs> oh, it's Fat Kev Smith, man. And that bird of salesmanship, Jonathan Livingston's sell goal. Could only mean one thing, man. I'm going to whore some shit at you right now. I got to pay some bills, bitch. Does it irritate you if this puts you off in some way? You find this distasteful? The fuck you think all this good shit happens, man? Bird of salesmanship's flying. Look up. Come see a Smodco show. Oh, oh, come see a Smodco show. What up, bird? Come see a Smodco show. Sing it. Come see a Smodco show. And that's right, man. If you're a fan of Hollywood Babylon, we're coming back with a vengeance. All August long, man. Every Saturday night, me and Ralph doing Hollywood Babylon together. All over each other on our necks and chests. and Maybe a little bit on our back, man. Uh, August 4th at the John Lovitz Podcast Theater. August 11th at the Coach House in San Juan Capistrano. August 18th at the John Lovitz Podcast Theater. And then August 25th, me and Ralph take our shit international. That's right, man. International Babylon. Uh, Hollywood Babylon in Ottawa. My Ottawa debut. Ottawa up there in Ontario. Ottawa Babylon at the Centerpoint Theater, August 25th. For tickets to every Babylon show I'm talking about, go to BabylonKev.com. B-A-B-B-L-E-O-N-K-E-V.com. Or pop on over to CSMOD.com, man, because CSMOD.com will tell you about other shows, not just Babylon. For example... Portland, I'm coming to you. Yeah, Oregon, not Maine, Oregon. I'm gonna touch your Oregon, man. Deep, man. Get up there. Futs around with a little bit. I guess that doesn't sound sexy. <laughs> Term futs. Uh, Portland, Oregon, man. The Aladdin Theater. It's me and Scott Mosier doing Smodcast live in front of people. That's right. August 17th, me and Scott Mosier, Aladdin Theater, Portland, Oregon. Uh, Celebration 6, Star Wars, Celebration 6, the Chapin Theater in Orange County, uh, at the Orange County Convention Center in Orlando, I should say. Orlando, I love you, Orlando. August 23rd, 7 p.m., man, come check me out. I'm going to be making all sorts of non-numb jokes, like fucking non-numb. You ever notice non-numb's face looks like my mother's pussy? It's a trap. You know, shit like that. Mixing up my references and whatnot. Then, Get Old. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old at the Fan Expo Canada show. It's right. You love comics? Come see some comics. Some see, some, come see me and Jay. Go to smodcast.com. Listen to any episode of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. That's pretty much what it's going to be. Right up there at the Fan Expo Canada, August 24th. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Tickets available at CSMOD. These are the, show, the shows that I'm going to be in this week. Uh, of course, there's a new Fat Man on Batman uh, that played, came up last week, midweek, uh, that I did with Ralph Garman. Go give it a listen. There'll be a new one dropping this week as well. Brand new episode of Fat Man on Batman. Brand new episode of Smoothie Makers went up last week uh, with Roger Corman and William Shatner. Give that a listen. It's pretty damn fascinating. Brand new 
plus one went up last week as well um, with Harley uh, playing her bass on stage for the first time on a rock and roll show. And some tape, we had some audio, some delightful audio gold of a 25-year-old Jen Schwabach doing a, an interview for USA Today. So go check those out at smodcast.com. Um, uh, spoilers, man. Uh, last week, we watched The Watch and talked to Len Wiseman. This week, we see Total Recall, which Len Wiseman directed, and we talked to Malin Ackerman. Uh, go to hulu.com slash spoilers. Canada, you can watch it on space on the Space Network or on Space Channel, I should say, or spacecast.com. Uh, uh, if you love games, fun and games, and who doesn't, man? Who doesn't love to have their mind uh, mind pussy tickled? You know how you make that happen? Go to smarcade.com, S-M-A-R-C-A-D-E.com. Pick up one of our games, man. Uh, Let Us Dance, which is totally free, or uh, Too Fat to Fly, which costs you 99 cents. Give you hours of enjoyment as you make me uh, f- do something I can't do in real life. Fucking fly. Uh, if, if that don't tickle your fancy, you want to watch more free shit, you're like, where's more free? Go to the YouTube channel, SIT, Smod Go Internet Television, youtube.com slash csmod. You can watch clips of me and Ralph doing Hollywood Babylon on the Electus uh, channel Loud on YouTube, youtube.com slash loud. Uh, as always, the portal for all the things we do, man, our, our, our vag, if you will, the vagina, the vagine, the wizard sleeve of Smodco is uh, smodcast.com. Click on that. It'll take you anywhere you want to go in our universe. Uh, meantime, without further ado, man, enough horn, man. Let's let that bird fly. Go ahead, fly, little bird. All right, man, enough of this shit. Get ready for a brand new Smodco podcast starting now. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is not bad. With Will Wilkins. And Frank Lundsaker. Oh, finally. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will, and I'm finally here. Oh, man. I tell you, it's been uh, another smeltdown, I guess, of one way or another. The transmitter was fighting me tooth and nail. But as always, I will say at least it's happening to me and not one of the important shows. Welcome uh, coming to you live from Smodco Internet Radio. This is NetHeads. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, take part in the program, you can. One of many different ways, you can give us a call at 866-610-9455. Or that number, for those of us that can't call the 866 number, is uh, 925-238-9020. Also, if you throw a hashtag NetHeads up in Twitter, one of us is bound to see it. And also, you can Skype us, NetHeads on air. There, we got all that out of the way. Now, let me get you caught up. So far, you're hearing a solo voice. Why? I'll tell you why. You may remember last weekend, uh, we had a phone call on the show. It was Americo's uh, fiance, wife, whatever, uh, named Ruth, who said uh, Americo thinks he's going to be broadcasting, but if he does, he's high. Um, because I guess uh, he'll be busy in the sex dungeon, is my guess. So he um, is unavailable. Or was unavailable. And then 
I got a last minute message. Hey, dude, I'm not going to be there Sunday. What, Trent? Seriously? And then I got this lovely little message uh, this morning. Oh, hold on. Let me try that again. And not press the delete button this time. Hold on. Here we go. Hey, NetHeads. This is uh, Trent. It's uh, 8.37 Sunday morning. I'm about ready to mount up on my bike. I didn't know 8.30 existed uh, when you wake up on Sundays. I only knew that you could go to sleep at 8.30 in the morning on Sundays. Anyway, uh, sorry I couldn't be there today. Uh, I hope that um, everyone calls in drunk and gives Will a hard time because that's what he deserves. One love. One love, he says. One love. The frickin' flat lever says one love and says you should all be drunk to torment me because it's what I deserve? I am here, you schmuck. But never let it be said that I would try and sit here and talk to you one man all alone because I'm not that guy. A voice from Radio Past has decided to join me, and that gentleman is none other than Brett Deacon. Brett, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. There we go, and they can hear you. Wonderful. One thing that's working. So, welcome. I, I really, it, it's funny when things go wrong, because there are what I like to call so many points of failure, it's hard to pinpoint it. At first, I'm like, wait a minute, I updated to Snow Leopard, maybe it's that problem. So I quickly updated the software that we broadcast with. And like, well, that didn't work. Maybe it's because of this, that DNS changed and it won't load on based on the name. And I went and do that. No. So then I finally look and I'm like, that's it. I'm just restarting everything. And then there's an error message that's not popping up on the screen that should be. Instead, it's buried behind the transmitter uh, software saying uh, invalid pointer, whatever that means. Apparently, there's some breed of dog that's not allowed here. I don't know. So anyway, we are finally on the air. Brett's been nice enough to join me. Life is good again. So welcome, everyone. And those of you listening as the podcast, you don't give two shits about any of this. So that's nice. Right? Right. Now, um, what did I don't think he mentioned it on here, but Trent mentioned that he was going to Sturgis with his bowling team, which um, I like because one bowling team. And uh, but what I don't what is uh, what is Sturgis? Sturgis, Sturgis is a uh, Harley Davidson festival in South Dakota. South Dakota, I think. Oh, okay. Well, that makes perfect sense then. Why wouldn't he go there, right? Yeah, deliverance. 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 Oh Lord. Um. Yeah. So, well, that makes sense. Trent is an avid uh, Harley rider. He loves his Harley. He has a Harley. He worked in a Harley shop for gosh sakes. So, he's a Harley man. So that makes a lot more sense i i really didn't understand what was going on he's like i'm going to surges and you know it's one of those things where you know it was said in the manner of oh you should really know this you know or it was kind of assumed that i would know this but i didn't know it so anyway now i know (laughs) and as always top of the show let's get it out of the way ladies and gentlemen Here's Francis. Hello, Francis. Turn off your radio, sir. Okay. How's it going? How's it going? You got to listen to the anarchy for 15 minutes. You know how it's going. It's going like crap. Oh, man. It's been been murder, but we're here, Francis. How are you? I'm doing well. 
I had a lot of time on my hands, and I decided to uh, use up some of that time. Use up some of that what? Time. Doing what? Uh, trying to call in. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. That helps. So, uh, how 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 have other things been, Francis? I've mostly been eating Subway. Okay, well that's good. I haven't had Subway once. As a matter of fact, I have eaten horribly all week. Are, you're not going to judge me on that, are you? No, I had a pulled pork sandwich today. You know what? That sounds delicious, actually. I That is one of those things I've wanted to try because apparently, and I may get berated for this, but apparently pulled pork is one of those things that's just incredibly easy to make. Okay. That's what I hear. Like Apparently, you can just... Again, I'm probably going to get berated for this, but you could take just like a pork tenderloin or pork loin or a loin of pork. I, I don't know. I'm not big on pork, but uh, you can throw that just in a crock pot with some barbecue sauce and other spices and just let it cook all day. And then, you know, I, and then you just I, go ahead. I think so. You. Yeah, so that's uh, that's one of those things I've always wanted to try. Now, if uh, you have a more mm, robust recipe for pulled pork, feel free to share it with us here on the show. Hashtag netheads. I'd appreciate it. Well, I went to a restaurant. Well, you know, that's fine. You know, uh, you're allowed to. What restaurant in particular? I just found out, by the way, today... There is a restaurant. I'm, I'm really, I live in what's called a bread, bedroom community. Uh, specifically, well, actually, Brett, do you know what bedroom community means? Uh, bedroom community in LA has a different connotation. Okay. So you <laughs> tell me what it means. Well, what do you think it means? Um, I don't know. Okay. It's Francis. A place where there are a lot of bachelor pets, right? No. Good guess, though. Uh, a bedroom community refers to a location where the majority of the people that live in it are commuters. So, okay. you know, it, we, we come here to sleep, then we get up and we commute to work, come back. So it, ours uh, is a very well thought out bedroom community, however, because they make it so that on the weekends, you don't really have to go to any other towns. You know, we've got an excellent Cineplex with the IMAX experience in it. We've got, uh, you know, uh, like the big box stores and all really close by. So it's all very convenient. And uh, so it's for us, it's really I almost feel like, you know, hey, we just got a McDonald's. But uh, for us, it's big news when a new restaurant uh, opens up. As a matter of fact, if you ever want to open up a restaurant that is going to be successful, all you have to do is open it up out here, and it will, for a very brief amount of time, be the most popular place in the area. And we're getting a restaurant. I've never heard of this. It's called Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't know if you guys have heard of this this uh, chain of restaurants or not. Anyone? Anyone? I've heard of it. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea if it is or not. But apparently, I'm guessing they're going to have buffalo wings. That's my guess. Because it's buffalo wild wings. You know. I'm just wondering if they're trying to cash in on that Hooters market and be a wing destination. No. And this is this place is only, it's within a mile of a wing stop. So I'm I'm sensing a face-off. A big battle royale of the wings, if it were, as it were. Of the chain wings? Yeah, exactly. Chained wings, unchained, gone wild. 
Oh, maybe I oh, shouldn't yeah. say uh, Gone Wild. I don't know. Anyway, Francis, I hope you have a fantastic week. Thank you for bringing up the pulled pork, as I am sitting here starving right now. Uh, so that, I, that gives I went me... To, I went to Fox Brothers. Do they have that near you? Nope, haven't heard of it. Okay. I've also never been within throwing distance of a Piggly Wiggly or a... Can you think of anything else, Brett? You're from back east. What wouldn't I know out here? Um, White Castle. Dunkin' Donuts. No, they used to have Dunkin' Donuts out here. Really? Yeah, I can't really find many of them anymore, but there was one or two. That's that's the one thing they wish they had in L.A. was Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah? Are you missing the Dunkin'? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't get it. You should open up Deacon Donuts. That's true. Be like McDowell's. There you go. All right, Francis. I've never been to White Castle either. Oh, well, that makes two of us. You are not missing anything, Francis. White Castle is just nasty. Unless you're drunk. If you're drunk, then White Castle is your place. Well, yeah, because it it provides the system with the grease you need to offset the alcohol absorption. Right. The food substance that you need. The food-like substance. Just lather and barbecue sauce. Very good. Uh, All right, Francis, I want you to have a great week, and we will talk to you next week. All right, sir? Okay. Oh, and by the way, Francis, I just want you to know, I know you're tweeting during the show as well. I just most of the time I don't catch these until after the fact. So if you don't get a response, it's nothing personal. I just want you to know that. Because you, you bring okay, up several good ones. a lot about Batman last time. Yeah, I know, exactly. And you brought up a lot of great points, like the fact that the Molly character was a, a character based on Batman Year One. Somebody else brought it up, too, but you brought it up first, so... Would have been great things had I seen him during the show, but some of these things I just don't catch, mainly because I can't do more than one thing at once. So either I can read, or I can talk, or I can listen. You know what I mean? I can listen to Brett, I can listen to you, but I shouldn't be reading when I'm doing that. Obviously, I shouldn't be talking when I'm listening, so that kind of thing. All right, Francis? All right, holy. Have yourself a great week, all right? Okay. Goodbye, sir. Later, dude. There we go. Apparently, this is going to be a big call-in show, because now Bill Stranahan's giving us a phone call. Bill, apparently... Hello, hello, hello. Oh, whoa, Ariana. You sound like you're in a wind tunnel. What are you doing, man? Uh, I'm sorry. I got the fan going in the computer room. You, oh. The amount of heat these uh, high-performance computers kick out oh, is okay. amazing. Yeah. Oh, high-performance ones? Yes, high-performance computers. What is that? Like what? <laughs> uh, it's uh, an Intel uh, 3930 with uh, 16 gig of memory. Uh, a two uh, solid state hard drives and uh, it flies. Yeah, you know what's funny is the way you describe that is the same way other people describe muscle cars. You know, yeah. the way you were describing, ah, you know, it's an Intel with a quad core processor. Right. Thing, thing, and 20, I know it just flew right over your head. 22 off the head. And well, no, if you were talking about cars, I wouldn't catch any of it because I don't know vehicles. Uh, Brett, I think, is more of a man than I am. You know, cars, don't you, Brett? Uh, no. Good. I feel better now. So, Mr. Bill, <laughs> sorry, Bill, what are you calling okay. for this week? What's on hey, your mind? Uh, so, uh, you were talking about White Castle. White Castle's pretty big here in the uh, eastern part of the U.S. Yeah. And uh, the one thing about them is the, they're nicknamed sliders because they're big for sliding in and sliding out. Oh, I knew the sliding in, but the sliding out part I could have done without. Yes. Very true. Yes. Anglo fanatic says there is no amount of alcohol to make White Castle taste good. How did we know that? Because if you want to take part in the program, remind you, you can hashtag NetHeads at any time during the program on Twitter. 
we'll be able to read. And it. I also wanted to. Uh, I, I called with a. I called with a reason. I'm and well, seriously, you got to do something. I'm getting nothing but static in the feed that you're feeding me through the Skyper, so Skype computer. That's you, dude. I think what's happening is you're over-processing to me, and then what you're getting back is... Oh, um, It could be me. You're right. ...is blasted sound. In other words, you know, what, what I'm giving... You know what I'm saying? I don't yes, know what I I'm saying. Yes, I understand exactly what you're saying. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Now i got to think about this. See, you, you, you can't have me thinking while I do this. I know. I understand that. Because if I know. turn this up, what'll happen is you'll start to hear yourself echo when you talk back. Go ahead. Say something. Hello. Yeah, I hear myself. Now I turn this all the way down, and you shouldn't hear yourself. And I don't hear myself. See? So that's the most I can do, sir. Okay. Well, right. wait a minute. Is that true? Wait a minute. I'm sending. Yeah, because every one of these is sending lower. This is all stuff nobody cares about, by the way. Yeah, I'm looking it's all behind at, the scenes. Behind I'm, the curtain I'm looking stuff, right? at knobs, <laughs> like yeah. And if I turn this, and everybody at home is going, turn what? He's playing with himself, isn't he? That dirty, dirty fool. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, my purpose, other than giving you the nickname for sliders, um, is to to remind everyone that the Mars Curiosity lander is landing tonight. Yeah, I know Pacific. That's that's the reason why we're on the air. We're counting down to it. No, we're not. Excellent. No, we're not. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> the, good news, the good news is Will is not landing it. No, thank goodness. No, no, it's probably a good thing, but they said like six minutes of hell. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, this is going to be like having a Porsche on the surface of the moon if you compare it to the previous landers. Well, actually, you know what? Why don't you uh, take this opportunity, Bill, and, and educate people on exactly what it is you're talking about? Well, um, what I'm talking about is um, the, the NASA launched off a new lander. It's called Curiosity, and uh, Curiosity is 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 a very very serious upgrade from uh, Pathfinder and and all of that. And that uh, um, the six minutes of terror I was talking about is how they're landing it on the moon or uh, not on Mars. Yeah, on the moon. It's all not a con. Food, yes, it, they're it not really awesome. going to Mars, right? No, no, we're not going to Mars. It's just it's a conspiracy. Uh, but uh, um, they have a, a really innovative, uh, innovative uh, uh, way of landing it by uh, lowering it from a rocket-propelled uh, uh, platform that lowers it on a on four cables attached to the four corners of the vehicle. It lowers it down to the surface, and then the, the crane platform takes off and i guess i'm not sure if it goes back into orbit because i haven't studied the specs that much but uh, i think it just rockets up and hopefully hopefully everything goes well uh to make sure you know everything lands upright you know it's not upside down all that fun stuff so that it goes off without a hitch this is really really big news so basically it's like that planet skydive we see in star trek this the yeah, star trek yeah, reboot yeah. This thing just yes. goes plummeting down. And it's going to go plummeting down, and then I think it's it goes actually. It gets an inflation of like a heat shield as it goes. It's going through the atmosphere. Then the heat shield goes away, and out comes the platform with the vehicle attached. And the platform dives, 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 dives. And then retro rockets kick on, slows it down, hovers above the surface at a, I think twenty to thirty feet, and lowers the, the vehicle to the ground and then takes off 
That is just wild, man. Oh, I, it's, it is so wild. And I've seen the, the tests that they did uh, before they launched the thing, and it's just incredible, you know? I I just, uh, and, and when it comes to the lander itself, why is it so much better than the others? Just a, a lot. Uh-oh, we're losing them. For more sensors. It's large. More speed. Whoa. I think it goes three times as fast. Mm-hmm. And, um, so uh, be able to take a look at the surface of the moon and get to places where they couldn't normally go or Mars. And, yeah. <laughs> <Not> Mars. <laughs> All right, Bill, you're, you're cutting out. So we'll uh, hopefully talk to you again next week. All, All right, right, buddy. Thank you, sir. It must be that static. By the way, um, Americo said that he left his static as a gift for us before he went to uh, the great land of Australia. So that's where he is in case we're not clear. But Brett has been kind enough to join me, and I appreciate that. Speaking of which, Brett, um, is anything going? I haven't been paying attention to anything in the world. I've just been stressing over contractors and people doing work around my house because I, I finally, I don't, I, you know, I talk about a lot of the things I get and stuff on this show, and I don't want anyone to think I'm bragging. It's just that it, things have finally come to a point in my life where I finally own a home again, and we've saved up enough money to finally do the things we've wanted to do, so they're happening, right? So. I've got a lot of contractors uh, doing a lot of stuff to to do the improvements we intended when we bought the house and, and even more things. So I haven't really paid attention to anything that's gone on in this world other than the fact that the um, – uh, see, I made the mistake of reading. Um, what was I talking about? What's new? Oh, yeah. The only thing I know is that Snoop Dogg changed his name to Snoop Lion. I heard that. Or something. Snoop. I just thought he was trying to go along with the Apple naming schemes. It's just like he's the, this is the upgrade. Right. Then the upgrade Snoop line. Right. <clears throat> so, uh, apparently he changed his name because he got, had a, a spiritual experience, uh, when he was in Jamaica. Jamaica. So, <laughs> gee, I wonder what that involved. <laughs> Said he went to the temple. What temple was that? The temple of Ganja. I can't believe this is the first time this has happened to Snoop Dogg. Yeah. In the 20 years he's been an artist, this is the first time he goes into a, a temple in Jamaica and realizes he needs a name change. Yeah. And that, it works so well for every artist that's changed their name. Always. Mm-hmm. Except for uh, Sean Puffy Combs or whatever he is now. now what is he even doing now? I, I don't, don't think it know. worked out I, so well. I think he's all just pro, like producing now. I guess. Uh, now, America is pointing out that it's a nine-foot rover, seven minutes of terror, 14 minutes for NASA to get info back for seven minutes. We won't know how if it works. Bummer. Sounds like, sounds like America landed in Oz. And, if you, and then if you want to also throw a hashtag, NetHeads, uh, if you're following that, uh, Ruth also links to the, uh, the full story on uh, Curiosity. You can read it there, which I'm not going to do because we're on the air and I shouldn't. I, I read a, one tweet and I forgot everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, has anything else gone? I mean, I know the Olympics have been going on, but I care about um, as much about the Olympics as I do uh, muscle cars. So, is anything else happened in the world that I should care about? It's got to be nerdy, though. If it's not nerdy, it's just not news. Uh, you like- know, I got I kind of got stuck up, stuck up. I kind of got caught up in the news today that there was a shooting in Milwaukee. Um, which I don't want to bring everybody down, oh, but God. apparently, 
you had another guy walking into a crowded place, start opening fire. See, that's the problem with, I've said it once. I'll say it again. Uh, there is a certain problem with trying to cover an event where they give it too much attention and too much news coverage and they focus too much on the individual. Uh, the minute that this thing happened in Colorado, for example, I'm not going to say his name. Um, they spent too much time focusing on him, talking about him. So what you get are people that are disturbed that also will want attention will potentially do a copycat scenario because they know they're going to get more than their 15 minutes of coverage. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that was the motiva- motivations in the incident that you're talking about. I'm just saying that it potentially could be a reason why it happened. And if that's the case, uh, you know, I, in the information age, unfortunately, I guess this is just the uh, evil that we have to bear. Yeah. That's all I can think. But that just upsets me to no end. Uh, yeah. I'm glad information, it- information just comes out too quickly and it can't, it's not disseminated. Well, and that's the reason why for, oh, it was at a Sikh temple as well. Yes. Oh, great. Lovely. Even better. Wow. Captain Buzzkill on the line. Oh, but hey, check it out. Batman took a, took a ranking away from Total Recall. Batman did more than Total Recall over the weekend? That's what they're saying. Apparently, Batman's movie, The Dark Knight Rises, dominated U.S. and Canada box office for a third time, holding the film's weekend's number one spot over Total Recall, which I'm not surprised because a, a remake of a film that was okay before, and now, you know, it, like a lot of people have already heard the fact that it doesn't involve Mars, for example. I mean, it's seriously... Th- is what is Total Recall a maximum of about twenty years old right now? Yeah, too soon, right? Am I right? Right? Come on. I, I don't know if it's too soon, but how do you remake that movie and you take Mars out of it? Well, I think if you just uh, if you just take the aspect, you know, the whole you know memory implant thing, and mm-hmm. you. Uh, throw in just a lot of super cool special effects and the whole, you know, I was a super agent kind of thing on the backside, you do have the uh, potential for a great story. But, you know, it's just a little, it's too soon, man. It's too soon. Hey, yeah, check this out. America's on the line. Uh-oh. What do you, what do you think this is? Uh, you, you bailed out. You're supposed to be in traction right now. You're supposed to be uh. in the sex dungeon. Dressed up I, I like just, the gimp with a ball gag. I can, I can, I can still, you know, talk from a tied position. Well, I don't. Hey, good point, honey. Please <laughs> move the microphone a little bit over. I mean, mistress, please move the microphone a little bit over. Yes, I, I, my, my mouth guard was unzipped, so I can just do this one call. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> what, what's on your mind? Are you just, just calling to call? I'm calling to call and say hi from uh, the land down under, and you know I've found it interesting all the the moon, the sorry, the Mars landing conversation. I would find it interesting too if I had just read more about it. I really wish I had, but of course I had not because <laughs> I suck. I was, I but then again, literally, I didn't almost get up here in time to do the show because I was busy cleaning my garage of all things. Well, you know, he priorities, you know, Mars, garage, garage closer. 
What? Sorry, <laughs> I was reading again. Mars. <laughs> much, much. And let me tell you, there's probably more scary things in my garage than there are when it comes to anything else. <laughs> anyway, um, so well, what's your take on the whole uh, Mars Lander thing? Oh, it's exciting, man. It, it is completely exciting. I mean, uh, holy like Christ, said, you're in Arizona and the, the static is there. Can you believe it? No, I don't. It, it's following you. It, it missed me. Oh, hey, somebody's got a oh, message. Hey. Yes. See, this is how you know I'm not prepared for the show. I still have everything turned on electronically. <laughs> uh. But yeah, uh, nine foot rover, man. This thing's huge. It's its own little laboratory uh, over on the, you know, over on the Mars surface, and. You know, in reality, this thing is not going to do a damn thing. Uh, um, the it, the information that it's that it collects and sends back—that's the stuff that's going to be interesting. Um, but they're not looking to find anything special. You know, they're just hoping that maybe life existed one long time ago. But it's still, you know, it'll be the largest thing that we have on Mars, and Boring. that's kind of cool. Well, but is it's, any? You know, one of these days, the Martians are really going to get pissed that we keep littering their planet up. You know what I mean? <laughs> And well, didn't, didn't we have one satellite or something that just plain disappeared? It did. Um, you know, we tend to ignore that one because it just went somewhere else. Yeah, didn't it? But uh, which one was that? Does anybody remember what I'm talking about? I don't even remember the name of the of the satellite. It just... Uh, it was supposed to go, like, it was supposed to orbit around Mars or something, and it went, like, around the backside of Mars, and they're just like, oops, it's gone. Didn't it pile drive into Mars? Potentially. That's what they're thinking, yeah. Yet another piece of crap that we have left on Mars. <laughs> well, it's funny because India actually plans to uh, to do a manned mission to Mars in, uh, I think, 2014. So that's their step. See, that's more exciting to me. You know, don't don't stop putting junk on Mars. When you get a guy out on Mars, then I'll start paying attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially when they start having the oxygen domes. Right. And, you know, the mines. And you know, right. and the and the artifacts and yeah, and the mutations and thank you and the three busted hookers. That's right, yeah, where your mind exactly. goes. Did I just well, say see, you were in Arizona? I'm in Australia. You, yes, you did. It's Somebody's right. loopy. Well, actually, that's the thing. This whole Australia thing is a myth. It's like the moon landing. It's all really just Arizona. I swear, every time I every time I come here, it doesn't feel like I'm in another country. It actually feels like I'm in the, like the California backyards. How is that possible? It, it it just looks so similar. It's insane. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't know. I never get to go. But then again, I think uh, like on the recent Jay and Bob tour that went there, um, there was a lot of feedback from uh, Kevin's assistant, Megan, where she said if she didn't know any better, that she would think she was in Los Angeles. Or maybe that was from Jordan Monsanto. I don't know. One of the two. They said, seriously, they felt like the, the particular area they're in, they're like, this, if I didn't know anybody, I think it was in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning the beaches and stuff, not the cool stuff. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, Ruth seems to think that maybe it was the Beagle was the name of it. That would have been cool because then they could have said the Beagle has landed, but no. <laughs> not. Well, you know, Mars is more uh, conducive to landing for people than the moon is. That's why we've never gone back to the moon. The moon is completely toxic for us. What are we? What are we trying to learn how from Mars? Yeah. How? Wait. What? How is it toxic? <laughs> the moon. It's it's like NASA's biggest dirty little secret. The reason why we don't go back is because that thing will kill us. Um, 
one thing that people don't remember that much is that every every astronaut that's gone to uh, the moon has come back with respiratory failure. That's because that very very fine moon dust uh, on there, they're, it's razor sharp through all the impacts from asteroids over the you know millions of years. Um, it's razor sharp uh, when. Um, when they were doing their moonwalks uh, on the moon, they could only go for a half hour at a time because it would eat through three lever, excuse me, three layers of uh, Kevlar. So it's really just bad. It would gunk up all the equipment. It, you know, nothing would work too long if you're walking around the moon for that long. Really? Yeah, that's why we don't go back. Uh, it's not because you know it's nothing interesting there. We don't go back because it's really dangerous. Well, not right. to mention, it's also got to be, considering the lack of atmosphere, it's also got to be extremely radioactive, right? Or or well, just cr- tons of radiation. Not, not necessarily, no. I mean, there's a very thin, uh, very, very thin atmosphere. There is a lot of, um, hi- there is a lot of, uh, excuse me, not hydrogen, but uh, what's that second one? Helium. There's a lot of helium on the surface of the moon. And it's actually what we're going to end up going back to the moon for is uh, helium mining because we're actually running out of helium on Earth, if you can believe that. Well, yeah, I can. All that senseless use of those stupid balloons. <laughs> Come on. What are we doing, people? And, and every well, little kid just wants to let them go, for gosh sakes. And then they cry when they're gone. What's the point? Or just breathe them in. I, I used to do that. I got to stop slamming on the desk or I'm going to make that router die again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm up here making my point, pounding on the desk. Next thing you know, hey, we're off the air, everybody. And everyone else is like, no great loss. But that's exactly what uh, that's the only reason why we'd ever go back to the to the moon is mainly for helium mining. Where where is the helium on the moon? And how do we know? It's on the it's on the surface. It's all over because of that. The very thin atmosphere, the um, the dust and the rock. It's all enriched helium uh, gravel, basically. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm learning so much new stuff today. Mm -hmm. Well, it's. It's what, it's what happens when I travel, you know, hemispheres. You just you, you suddenly just become abreast of all this knowledge. I was just a little concerned though when you when you started talking about how this the razor sharp moon dust is like one of NASA's secrets. I'm like, is this kind of like that ancient aliens crap I hear about and conspiracy <laughs> theories and the like? Or, or what's no? The it's, they'll tell you straight up. They'll they'll flat out say, yeah, it's pretty toxic up there. That's why we don't go back. But you know. It it, it kind of takes away the mystique of it. it like, why haven't we set another you know team up to Mars? Well, I mean, excuse me, the moon. Well, it's because you know it costs way too much, and we end up losing a lot of equipment every time we do it. Yeah. Plus, you know, plus the astronauts they 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 all had respiratory you know problems when they got back. So was it really fine? Well, yeah, because naturally you come back in with the suit on, and and it's not like they had a lot of space to. <laughs> But it's not like they had a lot of a, a lot of room in the lunar landers in order to, you know, mm-hmm. get away from that dust. So it makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Just horrible. So Mars is a better place to go. Just yeah. Well, plus, uh, like a couple of years ago, weren't they all excited because they're like it? They found the potential that there may have been water on Mars at one point. Yeah, and uh, there's. I believe they found ice and then it disappeared. And, you know, that that stuff gets, you know, examined for years and they never know. Exactly. You know, I'm just starting to think there's a bunch of aliens up there screwing with us. That's what I'm thinking. I remember one of the first lunar landers, one of the great uh, illustrations I saw in one of the San Francisco newspapers. 
was, you know, like one of the lunar landers or lunar landers. Just keep talking like a moron, Will. Sure. Why not? I'm good at it. Uh, one of the Mars landers, you know, it shows it like going over the the planet and two aliens are holding up a backdrop. You know, it shows one panel and it's looking at the same rocky kind of background we're seeing. And then it cuts over and there's a lunar lander in the backdrop. And one just says together, like, how long until this damn thing dies? I'm tired of holding this up. That's what I think is really going on. Because I don't know. But what are we going to learn from Mars? And when are we going to start traveling between the stars? Like I saw in Star Trek and all those great shows. I'm starting to think... And I may be wrong. I'm starting to think that space travel in long distances will never happen. Because I really have a funny feeling that if it were possible and somebody else knew how to do it, we really would have seen somebody come to our planet by now. Unless, of course, the Earth and this whole thing that we breathe oxygen is toxic to the rest of the universe. I don't know, though. Well, I've always found it interesting that any any if there were any type of alien to to come to a, uh, or if we went to another uh solar system for example the radiation of whatever star that we go to is going to affect us um we it would either kill us or get us really sick because we're used to the radiation from our own sun so that change in between stars it really affects, you know, whether or not you can go to that place because it has to be the same kind of star, it has to be the same kind of radiation. So many factors in in going to another system that it seems really unlikely that if there were an alien to ever come to Earth, it would ever actually be organic. You know, I'm really starting to feel very stupid. <laughs> I got to be honest. I'd never taken that uh, that that even into account, but that makes perfect sense. So maybe star space travel is possible, and everybody's just like, we can't go near that one. <laughs> that one will kill us. That one will kill us. And I have a question. I have a question. I'm gonna <laughs> I have a great question too. Brett Deacon tweets: Will Will ever let me speak? Let's take a poll. <laughs> go ahead, I'm Brett. The floor is yours. Uh, what's the what's the uh, length that they think it's going to take to get to Mars? Because I thought that was the biggest issue. Because the moon, you can get there in a day in a couple days, but I with, think they're uh, Mars it's, months. Yeah, it's like three months, two months, three months, somewhere around there. Three I don't months. The exact, yeah. Come on, that's nothing. <laughs> well, that that's you know, wait, you got the you have to deal with a waitlist issue. You have to deal with um, uh, once what happens when you get there. You know, uh, setting up oxygen, all that crap. So yeah, yeah, not to mention having to drink your own urine. Oh yes, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I mean, because you there's only a base amount of liquid that you can take off with, so you got to keep recycling mm. your urine, don't you? What? Am I Pretty the only much. one that's thought of pee drinking? Come on. <laughs> well, dude, thank you for all of your inner spatial enlightenment. I greatly appreciate it. It's my pleasure, you guys. Uh, miss you guys. I hope you guys have fun. Uh, I got another that, question. Go ahead. Uh-huh. What's the best movie involving Mars? Oh, um, mm. well, it's not the one with uh, Tim Roberts and Tim Robbins. Yeah, him. Is that Red Planet? Yeah. Wasn't no, that that's one? Red Planet is the one with Val Kilmer. Mission to Mars is the one that Will's oh. thinking of. Yeah, neither one. Neither one <laughs> neither of those. One is really, yeah. Because <laughs> you got Total Recall. You got Mars Attacks. You got Mission to Mars. You got uh, Red Planet. What else do you have? I'm going to still go with Total Recall. Yeah, I'm going to say Total Recall, too. 
You know what? I, I actually, I like Mission to Mars because it reminded me of those old Disney movies where they would journey somewhere and like Fantastic Voyage and stuff like that. Oh, wait, I changed mine to, um, I've changed mine to, uh, uh, John Carter. Just, I'm a fan of John Carter. That's I have, I still haven't seen it. Is that on home video yet? It yes. is. Wow. I saw it. I liked it. I thought that was pretty good. I don't know why. The only thing I didn't like about it is why would you call it John Carter and not John Carter of Mars? It's the dumbest thing on the planet. Yeah, it was completely mistitled. I agree. John Carter of Mars is cool. John Carter is not, you know. You know what, Brett? You should be working at Disney because clearly they need somebody. I uh, And by the way, my wife just tweeted, it's not looking too good. Dude loves his own voice. Actually, no, I'm coming off as the big idiot. I'm the one out of everybody here right now that should just shut the hell up. Uh, I <laughs> well, some things just go without being said. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you're right, though, Brett, because I as one of the and this is just shocking to talk about. And I'll I'll once again lose nerd cred for reiterating it. But I have never seen John Carter or I haven't read John Carter. The story that it, whatever what story does it originate from, guys? Uh, uh, Princess of Mars by Edgar Rice Burroughs. See, I've never read it. And as such, John Carter meant nothing to me. Now, uh, granted, there may be a lot of people where it did, but if you had told me it was John Carter on Mars, at least there's a hook there. Instead, John Carter, just like, um, like when I first heard the title, I'm like, what is this about? Is this like another explorer that finds the new world? What? That's really what I thought it was about. You have no idea. Yeah. Right. And they did the same thing with the new Tom Cruise movie, which they called what? Jack Reacher? And the name of the really? book was was uh, one shot. It makes zero sense. Yeah, because Jack Is Reacher he, means nothing to me. They're just banking right. on Tom Cruise at that yeah. point. They should just call it Tom Cruise Running. I'll go watch that. Because I watch Tom Cruise Running in every movie that he does. Actually, right. I saw the um, the preview, and they should just call it Tom Cruise Kicking Ass. Right. Because you know, I enjoyed him in. Uh, all the Mission Impossible movies, and in those, yeah. he's kicking ass. Yes. Uh, I enjoyed him in ooh, what's the name of it? Uh, the one where they can predict murders. Minority Report. I enjoyed. I actually liked Minority Report. I do too. I may be in the minority on that one. Um, <laughs> and I liked him. I even liked him in Night and Day. For gosh sakes. Yeah, he was good in it. The movie's not so. Good. Yeah, wasn't he great in it? Yeah, he's. That's the thing that you. That's the thing about Tom Cruise is that you can't knock the guy because movies are at least entertaining. Yeah, I haven't seen Rock of Ages, so this could blow my theory all out of the water. But well, he makes interesting movies nine times out of ten. Okay, but here's the thing that doesn't apply. That doesn't count. <laughs> You know, they, if they, if it, if it, if it's a movie where he doesn't have a gun, doesn't count. Plain and simple. Wait a minute. What about the firm? The firm was awesome. He didn't have a gun. I'm sure at some point he held one in it. I think he held a gun at one point. I also actually, and I, I got to tell you, I don't think his performance was that good in the firm. I'll be honest, but maybe that's because it took such a left turn from the, um, content in the end, you know, from the source material. That just, he doesn't uh, have a gun, but he does run for some reason. There you go. Running. Well, yeah, that's America's concept. Maybe right. maybe that's what I should be looking at. Although I got to admit, Mission Impossible 2 really did stretch my uh, hanging in there. Yeah. yeah, there was way too many doves for a John Woo movie. Oh, man. 
and you know the just the the defy the physics defying uh, mechanics of motorcycles in that world. <laughs> uh, yes, um, motorcycles and doves. That's all that movie was, and his long hair, his long flowing locks. Yes. And why is it in every other Mission Impossible movie, Ethan Hunt's a dick? Because in like the second one and the fourth one, Ethan Hunt has long hair and he's an asshole. He's oh, like really? Pissed off all the time. But so in the, was that in the go- first one, the third one, he's a really nice guy, and the third one, he's trying to be a family guy, and the first one, he's like, "Hey, we're all on a team," and in so the second one, he's like, "Fuck everybody," and in the fourth one, he's like, "I just don't even want to be here." Ghost Protocol. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, I almost felt like, I, well, I already talked about that on this show. I'm not going to now. But I really, at first, it really, they almost were trying to sell it like it wasn't a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movie. Right. Yeah. I swear. Weird. It was like, hey, look what we did in Dubai movie. Yeah. And there's hardly any Tom Cruise in it. Okay. <laughs> well, I really, I really liked the whole story of Mission Impossible 3, though, because it was nice seeing him trying to settle down and just be a normal guy. Right. That J.J. Abrams is talent, my friend. He is. You know, with or without the lens flares. I know I still don't get those, but you know, hey. <laughs> apparently it's artistic, and I'll start adopting it as soon as I can figure out how to do it with an iPhone. I'll say this: I did, he, it, I did it with an iPhone yesterday. Yeah, you guys are talking over each other, Brett. Go ahead. I was going to say that J.J. Abrams, does, Michael Bay does the same thing, and one jumps on him, but uh, Abrams does that, and I was like, well, yeah, it's part of his style. Oh, with the lens flares? Yeah, and McTiernan did it before anybody else, so nobody cares about the lens flares. Okay, here's the thing. It's it's the use of the lens flares. Even if uh, Michael Bay uses them, the problem is, he, you know, the problem is these damn Transformer movies have just ruined the whole world of Michael Bay. <laughs> yes. That's really what it all comes down to, because, you know, I actually enjoyed The Island. Uh, so what else did I like of Michael? Well, I don't know about... Uh, Pearl Harbor. No, and the Bad Boy movies are terrible. But The Rock is maybe Thank you, you could argue The Rock is one of the top five action movies in the nineties. Yeah, and it and I, I can watch did he was he behind he wasn't behind Con Air. That was just a, of a similar genre, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. But you know, I like I used to enjoy Michael Bay movies, but the Transformers have ruined that. Completely. Yeah. Yep. And utterly. How long can I drag this on? Not very long. <laughs> I actually, and I, I stopped with the first Transformers movie. I'm like, okay. The only, I didn't see it in the theaters, and the only reason why I bought it on DVD was because I bought the special edition one that came with a comic that was authored by Brian Lynch. Oh, so nice. I'm like, I'm going to do this to support Brian Lynch, because I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? Cool. You're a yeah, nice I, guy. I have my moments. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, what else you got, Brett? Come on, hit me. Um, you put me on the spot like that. Oh, now I'm putting you on the spot. First, I'm not letting you talk. Now I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> All right, to hell with you, America. What do you have? Oh, now I'm put on the spot. Now, oh See, Jesus um, not Christ! Not that easy, is it? Okay, somebody try and put me on the spot. Um, All right, well, what do you got? Doesn't matter. I could talk about anything at length, like <laughs> like big time length. Like last week, Falling Skies, I actually thought was good. Oh my god, you're still watching it. Yes. Lucky bastard. I can't stop. I tried to. Because even in the in the face of bad science fiction, I'll watch it if it's science fiction. Mm. You know, I've been trying to get caught up in Warehouse 13. But none of this matters because, gentlemen, 
the main thing that's on the table, the most awesome part that we care about is the fact that once again, we got a brand new, what do we get it? A brand new, what is it? What are you talking about? I know what I'm talking about. We got a brand new Doctor Who trailer for the upcoming season. Oh, yes. And oh my gosh, it looks good. I am excited. Now, let me, uh, Americo, have you seen the trailer? I have not because uh, me and Ruth have been doing a Doctor Who marathon. Oh, God. You said me and Ruth are doing, and I was worried about where that was going to go. Brett, <laughs> do you he, even. And then he said Doctor Who marathon. I'm like, is he still going there? Yeah. But what about you, Brett? Do you uh, do you, are, have you sampled the Who? No, I have never seen an episode of Doctor Who. All right, I'll allow it. Um, so, you, America, you got to watch this trailer, dude. You got to watch this trailer because it's got a lot of interesting stuff. It's got a ton of Daleks in it, and and nice. and fans of Amy Pond are going nuts because she just brings the smolder in this, nice. as it was described to me. I am. As a matter of fact, I'm surprised Trent was able to go to this Sturgis place because I'm surprised he's not locked in a room alone with that trailer. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Man, it's it's looking good. And the those you know, the thing is, the BBC knows they've got us by the short curlies on this one because yeah. they just keep saying things like coming this fall. It's like, oh you pricks. Just give us a date. We want a date. And they're like, no, it's coming this fall. You're, that's all you're gonna get, and you're gonna like it. Okay. And but, but they're smart. We it. They're smart Are because they're building buzz, you see. Ah. Uh, I thought we would get it at the end of the month. Oh, that's what you think. I don't know. They're saying this fall. When does fall officially start? That's true. And are they talking about the calendar fall, or are they talking about their fall season? You know what I mean? I just it's too much gray area. I can't take it. I need some answers. It's the biblical fall. Oh, okay. <laughs> Calvin just uh, said a tweet that I'm going to save for a few minutes. Uh, but it looks good. I can't wait for the new Doctor Who season. And, Brett, if you ever have time to kill, man, Netflix, you can get caught up on all the episodes of Doctor Who. No. I should really um, I should really try and become a Netflix affiliate, because that way I can integrate that into the comments as well. You're just like, you know what, Brett, you can get caught up on that show and many others available on Netflix today. Just go to smodcast.com forward slash netheads, click the Netflix banner. You know what I mean? And see, that would have been great. I have seen more episodes of Downton Abbey than I have of Doctor Who. <laughs> Come on, then you like wow. the British stuff. Even Calvin says, and what he said was great, he said, I bet Will is so excited for, uh, from the new Doctor Who trailer that he wants to spend money at Think Geek. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Think Geek. Why? Because they have all of the coolest, geekiest stuff available. And even this past week, the fine folks at Think Geek on August 2nd did a special tweet that this day in history they were celebrating the birth of Kevin Smith, who did turn 42. Happy belated birthday, Mr. Smith. I only say that because we're live on the air now. I said it the same day, too, but, you know, hey. Uh, but, you know, Think Geek has got a ton of cool stuff. They they really do. Uh, it's my favorite place to shop. I am not kidding. Even though I've been spending so much time in hardware stores lately, I love the products that are available at Think Geek. And there are so many. I mean, it's almost like Smodcast. There are so many to choose from. That's true. It is crazy. If you're a fan of Blade Runner, Star Trek, Doctor Who, video games, Minecraft, anything that is awesome and geeky, they have. I mean, I just, I, I still can't believe it. I'm almost considering still getting a Marvel uh, 
superhero swimsuit, even though, you know, a chubby Spider-Man is sad, <laughs> is, is doubly sad in the water. <laughs> Angry Birds plushies, they've got them. I'm still trying to figure out why I would need a titanium straw, but then again, I see it's a titanium straw, and I'm like, you know what? I want one. I really do. This is a straw you can hang on for, for a long time. Okay, here's something. All right. Maybe, you know, if you're a person that likes to uh, partake, if you know what I mean. How about techno black light bubbles? That's right. You blow the bubbles and they glow in your black light. Huh? That's a good, that's a party waiting to happen. Or maybe you've got a messy desk like I do and you just want a very nice set of Cordy's cable organizers. You can get those at ThinkGeek. Now, I've told you about all these cool products. How do you get them? It's real simple. You go to smodcast.com forward slash netheads. You click the ThinkGeek banner and you will find all of the awesome things that they've got on sale right now. And best of all, when you make your purchases, you will earn some things called Geek Points, which means the next time you go to shop at ThinkGeek, you'll be able to use those points against uh, getting free stuff. So you're buying some stuff and they're saying, hey, you know what the geek points you have, you can also get this stuff for free. And best of all, we've talked about it before, the Batman, the 16 Sodium Batman t-shirt. That looks awesome. It's coming back by popular demand. They're trying, they're just getting enough orders and waiting for it. So pre-order it now. Just make sure so, you do it from smodcast.com forward slash netheads. This weekend only. Oh gosh. Mm, I just saw that. This weekend only? I got to yes. order right now. Quick, somebody talk. Again, <laughs> well, smodcast.com forward slash netheads. Click the ThinkGeek banner. Because at ThinkGeek, they have the stuff for smart masses. I don't need you echoing my thoughts, man. Just let me say smart masses alone. <laughs> if you want to do just... a ThinkGeek ad so bad, you pre-record one. I just love yelling. I get so excited. What can I say? There's a Seven Eleven Slurpee maker there. I just I want one. A Seven Eleven, but there's a like Think Geek. Yeah, I Think Geek. There's a Seven Eleven Slurpee maker. Oh man, I gotta I gotta get the sodium Batman T-shirt though. Seriously, I like I if it's this weekend only, I, we are probably just minutes away from not being able to order that. Right. You know what I mean? Because I think they're East Coast based. Oh. How can they do it this weekend only, you bad, bad menu? Today is the last day. Boy, I'm glad we mentioned that on something that's going to be a podcast. That'll mm-hmm. come in. They've even got baby doll teas in it. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Do I go double X or triple X, though? Everything you got on me the- for my birthday was double X, wasn't it? On the yeah. baby doll teas, I think you go triple X. I'm not wearing a baby doll tea. <laughs> At least not that I'm going to admit here. Show off your curves, Will. Oh, come on. Real men have curves. Damn right. I think the best part was when I was swimming and my nephews told me I had a bit of an overhang there. Thanks, kids. You're sweet. You know what they need to make are muffin top teas. There you go. Wait, what's that? You can make teas that will hide the muffin top. So how do they do that? They flare at the bottom? Yeah, exactly. They flare (laughs) at the bottom a bit so that you you don't look like you've got... Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> All my shirts flare at the bottom. They call my gut. Oh, did you he really? Like hide it somehow, you know? Oh, I wonder if there's anything else. See, I can't even fulfill this order right now because they're. this is how cool my wife is. There might be some stuff at Think Geek that she wants. So I got to hold off on this order. Oh, man, it's the last day, though. I don't know if I can. I think you have to get the Batman shirt. I do because it's the 16 sodium Batman shirt. Again, the commercial just keeps on going. Sorry. 
Uh, hey, by the way, did you guys see uh, like the Business Insider? Uh, apparently, one of the things that's been revealed thanks to the uh, Samsung Apple bitter court uh, thing, they basically had to admit in court, I think is the gist that I'm getting from this, is that that Apple, as part of their marketing, they count on avid uh, news coverage to help propel their products. Which is why they don't, when a product is initially offered, they don't do a lot of initial advertising. They rely on the media, but media to create buzz for its products through positive reviews. And they depend on product placement in TV shows and movies, which is no big shock. Uh, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder though, because you see, I don't know if you guys have noticed this. Uh, I watch a lot of TV. And when I do, I see a lot of people using Apple products, but they yeah. will have like alternative stickers. Yeah, that little round sticker just to cover up the glowing logo. Yeah, just to clo- cover up that glowing apple. So I'm, I, does I, 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 Brett, you're in Los Angeles. You're, yes. you're dialed in. So you probably know the answer. Are, are they doing that because they're, why are they doing that? Why are they covering? Cause they don't want to give Apple free advertising or do they have something against Apple. What's the deal? I think they would have to pay Apple. For the use of it, they do the same thing with, you see it on like t-shirts and soda cans and, um, it just, it opens up a door to a whole lot of potential litigation. And so they cover it up. So it gives them the freedom to do whatever they want. They don't have to answer to Apple for it. Mm-hmm. So also, it's kind of like right, a licensing fee. Free, you would, you would be giving free advertising to Apple by putting it on there. So it's kind of like saying, look, if you want us to take the sticker off, throw us some money. Well, they do have, apparently they have people that work full time with Hollywood to try and get, you know, product placement in. So, and you know, let's face it. How are we going to do that? We will flood your production offices with, with like MacBook Pros. That's probably what the promotional consideration is. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. Well, but you know, but then again, you throw them a few thousand bucks. Why not? Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see now. Voss451 says, no one seems to say much about the old school Doctor Who episodes. The Tom Baker run isn't without his charm. Yes, I, I know. And Tom Baker is a lot of people's doctor, but I tried to watch one episode of, uh, well, not one episode, whatever it was offered on Netflix. And I, I gotta admit, I tried to watch a Tom Baker episode and the, the cheesy portion of it threw me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it all makes sense. It's like trying to get somebody to watch the old Star Trek series, you know. Uh, considering that if you if you grew up with generations, well, uh, next generation, I I I kind of disagree. Only in the sense that I mean, it, it, the whole point is it's a totally different production value. Um, uh-huh. Star Trek, at least, you know, it was shot on film, uh, so it has a certain look and feel to it. It wasn't shot on videotape. I, I kind of get the feeling that Doctor Who, uh, those original episodes, they were shot on videotape, so that's why they kind of have an appearance. And they were very much in the uh, the visual, I don't want to say the visual style, but the video signal that I look at when I see those things is very reminiscent to the live-action Saturday morning uh, shows that from when mm-hmm. we all grew up. Well, I don't want to lump Brett in with that. I don't remember his age, but when you and I grew up, Americo... You yes. know, like Sigmund the Sea Monster, Far mm-hmm. Out Space Nuts, um, not Isis and Shazam, not those. That those don't count because those actually yeah. had a little bit more production value. But but those types of things. So like when I see that type of stuff and it's not a soap opera, it kind of throws me. Um, and but you know they were they were making do with what they had, and I understand that, and I really need to give it a chance. I just haven't. That's the way it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. if it's quality writing, it's quality writing, right? Yeah. Exactly. 
Well, that's the thing, though, is that the old Doctor Who episodes, which honestly turned me off to the whole Doctor Who thing, which the start, the old Star Trek episodes relied on court story and character, and they tried to, you know, shy away from the special effects as much as they could. And the Doctor Who episodes just, you know, put all the cheesy effects out there. I'm like, oh, here's a monster of the week. It's like, all right. I'm telling you, man, though, the uh, the reboot from 2005, it put a whole new spin on things. Oh, good. Look, my wife is taking the opportunity to tweet what it is she wants. Oh, it's a it's an I love my geek baby doll tee. Oh, isn't that awesome? That's adorable. Was she doing that just to suck up to me while we're on the air? <laughs> I have to wonder. I Speaking really of- do. Speaking of having to suck up on the air, I, I, hey, I actually have to go because hey. I'm getting the mouth ball gag by putting back in my mouth. Oh, okay. Good, good to go, man. Well, uh, thanks for spending a half hour with us. Appreciate it, America. Hey, hey, love you guys. See you guys soon. All right. Shag off, my friend. Absolutely. Take care. <laughs> He's walking funny right now. Send him some water, some fluids. Yeah, exactly. Remember, America, stay hydrated. Take your vitamins. Do what you got to do. What exactly makes it a baby doll tea, by the way? It's the way it's cut. It's cut to for the hourglass figure of the woman. Oh. You know, women will have wider hips and narrower. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I have no idea what you mean, but that's okay. Um, you got anything else on your mind, man? Because we're kind of we're hitting the point where Soundbite Nation's supposed to come on and... Uh, you know, that whole technical thing at the top of the show really kind of threw me. And and to be honest, my mind is still currently, for some reason, I'm still obsessing about wanting to get, which is going to be shocking my wife. I really want to get back to cleaning the garage. How sad is that? Mm-hmm. I have the opportunity to broadcast to thousands and thousands of people. And all I'm thinking about is going through old boxes and throwing shit out. That's just sad. I, I really got to get my uh, my priorities in order. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I think that's just me. I don't- I don't have much else, Will. It was it was great hanging out with you again on the radio. And <laughs> it was it was great not being able to talk much with you, Will. <laughs> I know. Brought back old memories when you used to fire up radio scheme and be like, hang on a minute. Ah, uh, damn it. Hang on a minute. Oh, geez. It's so ridiculous. It, this, it, it's killing me. Killing me, I tell you. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that happens, though. I need to automate something so that way the, the whole kit and caboodle just kind of like restarts itself every once in a while. That would be good, but I haven't done that. Sorry. Eh, you know what? Hey, by the way, Brett, how can people find you if you want them to? Do you want them to follow you on Twitter? Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you want. Um, it's at B-R-E-T-T. I think if you follow the uh, hashtag NetHeads, you can find me on there. Oh, yeah, you've been going nutty. I know. Well, I, don't have, I don't have a lot of time to talk on here, so I just fire up the Twitter. <laughs> I see what you did there. It's uh, at Brett Deacon, and, uh, you know, give me a shout. I talk about all sorts of stuff. See, what's going on on Twitter? Now I'm seeing, oh, my wife says not sucking up, jerk. Well, now I did it. Oh, well. Um, and by the way, uh, hopefully next week Trent will be back, unless he has been stabbed at the big Harley thing. I don't know if that happens or not. Or he's going to be, or he'll be busy trying to, uh, what is the term? Um, prospect. Uh, an MC, maybe that could happen. I don't know how many MC charters there are out in the Utah direction, but it could happen, right? Yep. So lucky him. He's just taking a vacation just like that. Drop of a hat, completely ignoring all of you, but we're here for you because we care. In the meantime, my name is Will. My name is Brett. And you've been listening to a new edition 
of, I almost said radio askew. <laughs> no, uh, I really did. Oh my gosh. You've been listening to NetHeads on Smodco Internet Radio. See, Trent's not there, so I got, I have to go at smodcast.com. NetHeads. NetHeads. File transfer. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.